time for our regular appointment with our visiting lawyer, Andrew Andrea from Andrea Doman. Welcome, Andrew. Hi, howdy. <laughs> Hello, McFly, you yeah, home? you with us? I'm here. <laughs> Testing one, two. Now, we don't normally give you a theme song, but today we will because we're talking about the... It can feel like we're only working for the tax man. Today we're looking at what happens if you come into dispute with the tax man. Generally, how do these disputes come about? Well, it's, it's interesting. I, I guess the fundamental thing about the tax system is its self-assessment. So at the end of the day, each year you need to determine how much tax you need to pay. Um, and the, the tax office then you know, does data matching and, and goes through a process of effectively reviewing taxpayers who represent a risk and then looks at them in more detail and might actually, after the event, come and say, look, um, you've said this is due, but actually we think more is due. Can you, if you've made your tax return and you think, well, actually, maybe I've stretched the truth there a bit or I'm feeling a bit guilty about all of this, apply for some sort of revision. Is it easy to amend your tax return if after the fact you think, well, hang on, yeah, we get busted yeah. here? Yeah, and it's a good idea to do that as soon as possible. As soon as you think perhaps you haven't made full disclosure or you haven't, haven't uh, put down or you've made a mistake and you've, you subsequently um, get a better understanding of the law, then really the first thing to do is lodge an amended assessment. You should do that, that straight away. Is a dispute with the ATO more likely to come about if you have done a self-assessment or can it also happen if you've gone through an agent? Um, well, it, it, self-assessment applies to everybody. So if you're using an agent or you're using an accountant, um, hopefully you know, they, they understand the law better and can minimise the chances of you doing something wrong. So... Um, it, it probably is a lower risk if you do go through an agent or an accountant who's, who's recognised with that expertise. It's 20 to 5 on Drive. My guest in the studio are visiting lawyer Andrew Andrea, principal of Andrea Doman Lawyers. If you've got a question about this, if you found yourself in a sticky situation, maybe you've had to deal with the tax office, had an audit, you'd like to share your experience, one three hundred triple two eight nine one. Let's go to Eden Hills. Hello, Rod. Oh, good day. How are you? Well, thanks. What's your question or comment? Uh, my son got a, a letter from the tax department within the last 12 months saying he hadn't put in a tax return for the 0102 financial year and they wanted him to put one in. He had no records and uh, he just went to the tax man and did the best he could from memory of how much he was earning and the tax man uh, stupidly put in the tax return without mentioning that he would have paid tax payers to go tax as he went and he ended up with a quite a large bill for the tax and 10 years of interest. Right. And then later on we realised that he actually wasn't even working then. He was still at school and we got a letter from the school to say, yes, he was still at school and uh, presented the tax department. But they're not interested, they just want the money. Wow, that's an interesting experience. So is, you, yeah. you've done your dough effectively. Yeah, yeah, they just won't take no for an answer. They just keep pursuing it and he's mm. pay, trying to pay it off. Well, I guess the one, of, one of the things to pick up there is the fact that um, there are time limits for making amendments, um, but if you haven't lodged a return, um, generally those, those time limits you know, will, won't run. So um, that really does give the, uh, the tax office the ability to go back to those, those prior years. And then the onus is on you to have kept the records. I know that, that might sound unfair, but the, the way the legislation is structured, um, it's really up to you to to keep the records to be able to clearly demonstrate you know, what your income is and what tax might have been withheld. So 
if you, another lesson to take away from, from the caller's comments is that, um, first of all, you, know, you do need to, to get those returns lodged, and secondly, you do need to retain those records so that you've got a very firm basis and you really know what your position is. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but mm. the, the two critical factors here is that he didn't actually work in that financial year at all. So yes. he didn't have any records, he didn't have pay any tax, he didn't earn any income. Yep. And also, what about, I thought you are only supposed to keep, have to keep your tax records for seven years. Yeah, I guess this other this also raises the point, Rod, of what you can do, Andrew, if you have a dispute with the ATO that you don't think has been satisfactorily resolved. This is, I Absolutely. guess, where the ombudsman can come in. Yep, that, that's certainly one of the one of the avenues. The first avenue, which is really a formal avenue, is to object to the assessment. So, um, the tax office can make an assessment, and they can really make that um, on whatever basis they deem fit. And then, if you consider that that's unreasonable, the first step is to object to that. And then there's certainly time limits that apply to those objections, so you need to get those within within time. And the time limit can be as little as two months or 60 days, so that's something you need to get straight onto. And then that goes through a process of internal review. So the person who's maybe come across um, your issue within the tax office and made the determination, somebody else will then review that internally. Um, so that's the first process. And then if your objection gets rejected, and just just sort of as an off comment there, that there's actually 33,000 odd objections lodged each year. So wow. it's, a, it's, a, a, it's lot. a big number, yeah. 17 to 5 now on Drive. If you've got a question for Andrew, 1300 222 Let's uh, head to Trot Park now. Hello, Robert. Oh, not too bad, thank you. What's your question? Uh, oh, it's about the GST. Um, in the, uh, just a few months ago, they transferred uh, $213 from my pay-as-you-go tax to make up a shortfall in the GST payment. Now, uh, I've been disputing this with letters and uh, I can't seem to get anywhere. They're saying they're right and that I'm wrong, but I know with all the documentation that I've done, uh, I'm, I'm in the right and I asked them why they transferred this money from the pay-as-you-go tax to the GST, and they said to me, he said, oh, uh, we're really not supposed to tell you that. So you have a small business of some sort, do you, Robert? Yes, a hairdressing business, yes. Right. Yeah, well, the, yeah. the tax office um, runs what's, what's often referred to as a running balance, which is really a, a running balance of all your tax obligations, or certainly a good number of them. So, yeah, um, and what I've done, uh, I've gone through every single item and I've worked out every amount of uh, payment that I've made. Mm -hmm. And the other day I got a, another uh, statement saying that I owed them $588. Right. Well, to save all the stress mm. that this has been putting me through, uh, this morning I went and paid that $588. Yeah. Uh, now... Um, as I said to the taxation in, in, the, in, the, in the letter I wrote, I'm only a small operator, I don't have any staff, mm. and I just can't afford to be paying this money out all the time mm. when I know I'm in the right. And, but I can't seem to get this across to them. And all right, Robert. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It sounds as though Robert has settled his account, though, but it's obviously particularly frustrating that he's um, had to do that, and I guess yeah. he could take that up with the Ombudsman if he was Certainly. not, I think that, not that, entirely that satisfied. Certainly, I think that's the appropriate response. Brian yeah. the Sparky on our text line would like some clarification on this issue that uh, another caller raised about having to keep your tax records only for seven years. That mm. That is the case, isn't it? Uh, it can actually be less if you're, a, if you're an individual or a small business taxpayer. Then the, the period of time which they can make an amended assessment can be as, as little as two years. So really what you do need to do is find out what, what category of taxpayer you are 
and then work out what your record-keeping obligations are. So it's not necessarily seven years. I guess as a result of these changes that came in on the the 1st of July, where the the tax-free threshold was increased substantially, it'll mean that thousands of people who ordinarily would have made a tax return don't have to anymore, Mm. um, which is great for them. But I guess on the flip side of all that, there are particularly severe penalties if you fail to make a return when you're supposed to. That's right. Yeah, there's penalties for not making a return. So it... um, um, if, if you need to be very sure that you fall within the category of taxpayer that isn't required to make a return in those circumstances. What's your general advice if the ATO comes knocking on the door? I mean, because you don't necessarily go straight to audit phase, do you? You can There's sort of like a, a primary no, stage of investigation. Right. There's usually sort of a risk review, which is um, they'll, they'll request more information from you and try to determine you know, whether you've met those obligations. And my advice is always to be cooperative. So you know, put the information together, cooperate with the process, um, and it's not necessarily adversarial, and, and, and um, you know, often, you know, most of the time, it, it, it's quite a sort of a, a streamlined process. So, the other thing that you should do is, if there's any doubt about any sort of technical issues, you should get advice. So, speak to your accountant, and if necessary, also, you know, speak to a tax lawyer. Andrew, thanks again for coming in. Have a great Christmas. We appreciate your advice this year. Pleasure. Thanks. Andrew Andreev, the principal of Andreev Diamond. It's 12 to 5. This is Drive.